Step 11, Intimacy. Week 1, Day 2. Home is where the heart is. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help set my heart on my eternal home. The saying, home is where the heart is, remains popular to this day. It means that home is the place you long to be. Human nature longs for satisfaction in this world, because this world is its home. Many Christians miss out on God's blessing today because they still treasure the created things of this world. You will never be satisfied if you are looking for satisfaction in temporary things that die, break, and decay. You have been given a new nature, the Holy Spirit, and an eternal home with Christ. The Spirit finds satisfaction in eternal things. In Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21, Jesus said, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Through the Spirit, you have access to constant joy, peace that passes understanding, and everlasting joy. You may enjoy happy moments, pleasurable vacations, worldly success, and romance in this world, but these will not sustain you. God's eternal goodness is what nourishes your regenerated heart, because it treasures what God treasures. C.S. Lewis said, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you get neither. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 to 18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. What does this scripture tell us about the temporary and eternal things? What does temporary affliction prepare us for? You were designed to give yourself to your loves. You were created for worship. Worship is defined as adoring reverence or regard. For years, your sinful nature compelled you to love this world's pleasures, security, and comfort, to make this world your home. But through Christ, you now have the keys to an eternal home and to the source of all goodness, God himself. The foundation for step 11 is found in John 17 verse 3, which says, And this is eternal life, that they know you the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Many of us remain ignorant of the freedom and pleasure of God because we never fully give ourselves to him. We are invited to abide with God, dine at his table, and enjoy his abundance. But we settle for less. We often live like a neighbor or a distant relative who stops by for visits, rather than as a beloved member of God's own household. Imagine a home without the brokenness and separation that we experience because of sin. The most significant and intimate relationships are built in a healthy home. Children depend upon their parents for needs and guidance and spouses join together to experience the most intimate of human relationships. Healthy family relationships are but an imperfect comparison to the intimacy God has for you with Him. God calls you His child, 
In fact, the Bible calls you Christ's bride. Ephesians 5 verse 25 to 27 says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Even when you are alone or separated from loving earthly relationships, God has made a home in you. In John 14, verse 23, Jesus said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Amazingly, today, through the Holy Spirit, you can know God's love intimately and enjoy the blessings of dwelling with him. As you grow to worship God and fully give your love to him, you will grow to trust and enjoy him. When your heart is fixed on God, worldly cravings are no substitutes for the treasure you find in your relationship with him. In John 6, verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Answer this question. Question 2. How are you still keeping your distance from God? List ways that you are willing to allow Him more intimate involvement in your life. Satan does not want you to worship or delight in God. Though Christ secures your soul, the battle for your heart and mind continues. You will be tempted to find satisfaction in worldly things. Yet, every temptation is an opportunity for more of your sinful nature to die and for you to move closer to God. Relying on God's strength and goodness will carry you through any trial. Fix your heart on eternity. Trust God to provide for your needs. Find strength through the Holy Spirit to follow His will. As you live by faith, worshiping and following Christ, your heart, mind, and soul will gain intimate knowledge of God's love. In John 14, verse 19 to 21, Jesus said, Because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. Now it's time to take action. Write a prayer. Ask God to reveal his will to you and to give you the courage to trust him fully with your list from question two. Ask God to fill these areas of life with his provision so that you can grow in your knowledge and love of him. Ask him to give you courage to trust him with all of your life. <music>